Welcome to the Double Click Podcast. This week, we go from what if to even if. Well, welcome back, everyone. Thanks for tuning in again. And I'm here with Justin. Hey, I'm here. Why do I have to say that? You're here. You're here all the time. Every time you are. That's true. That's true. We've so never, far, anyways. We've never done the solo one, but maybe when you're gone next week. Yeah, we can try it. I'll sub, sub in Just somebody. talk to yourself in the room. What would be funny is if I had like a left-facing microphone and use yours as the right-facing microphone and turned to my head. I'm, I wonder please if I try could, that. I wonder if I could do a Justin voice. No, you can't. No, you can't. Was that it? Was that I'll close? do a Matt voice. <laughs> that, that was actually very accurate. That was very good. I have my screamer. mumbling buddy Matt. Look, I have screamer mumble. That's all I got, man. There's no middle. That ground. is very true. Anyway, we've been uh, working through Bible reading plans. Um, well, not Bible reading plans. We've been reading through planning to read our Bible. Yeah, we've been planning to read our Bible. Yeah. Reading through well, just what we've been prompted and just giving you a little bit of update because this is the third week we're we're kind of talking through this. Um, Justin, how is it going with you? Like, like, how's the plan going? Three months. Um, it, you know, honestly, it's going okay. Um, I probably have had more misses than I would like to admit, uh, especially on a podcast. But uh, to, to be honest, it's um, it's been really good to take a a book of the Bible. Uh, I'm a I'm a planner and kind of a. a I don't want to say a scripted guy, but I like to have a, a plan and a process to follow. And so I miss that a little bit. Uh, we're just kind of just kind of opening up and reading. But I also have really enjoyed it. What I have found myself is I'm going very slowly, uh, which I don't think is necessarily yeah. a bad thing. Right. Um, so this, this verse that we're going to talk about uh, today, I believe, is one really that we kind of had slated for last time and didn't get to. And I shared this with some worship team members today, and it's really been something that has been on my heart and mind. But like I read this chapter a few weeks ago at this point now, okay. you know, or this verse, you know, a week or two ago. And so, um, so, so to say that, I, I think it's also good for me to learn to just go back to a piece of scripture and slow down and digest it. And that may take me a week. That might take me a month. That might take me a day. I'm not really sure. Yeah, th- but just not having parameters like, around it. Like, I feel like I hit, we both hit, like what you described is like the word that came to me was slow mm-hmm. and not in a bad way. Yeah. Because I think what has happened is, is like not having the agenda focused that I've mm-hmm. got to hit the checklist and read so much mm-hmm. is a peace of mind type thing. Yeah. Like it's really helped me slow down and meditate on the word. Yeah. Which is what we talked about right. with, with not having yep. a read the Bible in a year plan, because for, for us, or at least for me, the goal shifts to, I've got to read the Bible in a year when the goal should be, I need to be spending time with God and in his word. And so this, at least this approach, while yep. it's slow, it, I think it helps accomplish that a lot better than yeah. just checking a box that I and read I think, something. I think what we're realizing on the, Hey, we're podcasting about this um, is that even though Rough week the last week. Mm-hmm. Schedule went crazy. Yeah. Et cetera. Um, you kind of experienced the same thing. Um, having to, then this is what I call the natural law. Like if you're in a small group, you're starting Bible reading plan, you're making a spiritual commitment. Normally your second, third, fourth week is where you're going to hit the struggle stride. Yeah. Like that's where you're going to bail and you can do that with diet, workout, whatever. Um, so I think we're in the middle of that. Yeah. But the good thing is, is we're recognizing we're pushing through. Yeah. But even with that, I feel like, because this is where we're going to generate the content, content, I feel like we're sitting downs with like just a loaded, okay, it's not longer, oh, what are we going to do? It's now yeah. it's like, which one are we going to do? Yeah, yeah. And so with that, Justin, I'm going to turn it over to you. We're going to jump back to Galatians. But just a heads up, next week we might jump totally different because we'll be on a different 
area of Scripture. So we yeah. might jump a few weeks ahead from where yeah. we are now. But go ahead with what you got. Yeah, so uh, I submit for your approval. No, uh, Galatians <laughs> 2, uh, it's verse 20. Uh, I'll read it for us. It says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not nullify the grace of God, um, for if righteousness were through the law, then Christ died for no purpose. That's actually verse 21, and I'm going to hang out on verse 20, um, which which ends with, um, I, I no longer live by my flesh, I live by faith, and the God who loved me gave himself for me. Um, I think the the wrestle for me is a, is a couple parts of this piece of scripture here. Um, the first thing that jumps out is, and the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God. Like that's such that's such a bold statement to go. Hey, I'm I'm a human. I have I have flesh wrapped around me, but the life that I live is one of faith, and one of faith in Jesus Christ. And so. That that hit me in such a way that I I don't think I can honestly say that every day day to day that my life is lived out as a life lived in faith. Um, kind of going back to what I just said, I'm yeah. I'm a planner. I like to know what's going on. I like to have things organized. Um, when I have a plan and it doesn't go that you know to according to plan, um, I stress and I I'm just a person who um, likes control. I guess honestly, right? So, yeah. so for me, that was the the this really small verse that we all know. It really kind of that was the part that hit me the most. Um, is that is for me to ask myself, am I someone who is really living my life in faith? And and I don't know that that's always the case. See, that's that's interesting because you you talked about right there, like you're a planner, and so when you're living by faith. Faith requires unguaranteed. Mm-hmm. Like you're not living by fact, you're living by faith. And that's one of the hardest things I think as a believer that you have to come with grips with is a lot of times you're taking an action step in your life not based on the guarantee of what's going to happen, but on the faith that no matter what happens, right. God's got control and right. God's moving in that direction. Even though if at the time it's a, it feels like a negative, right? Yeah, and, and my wife, she has this necklace and this was kind of a, a phrase in our our house that I think I think it's wonderful, and and it, when we get in these places of worry or control or lack of and, and faith, um, we change what if. So like, what if this happens, or what if, or what if we change the what to even if. So even if this bad thing happens, even if I don't mm. get this accomplished, it's from changing the what if to an even if allows me to live a life of faith. To go, you know what, things didn't happen the way I wanted it to. This didn't go out the way I, I planned, but even if they go south or even if they go the way I want them to, God is still good. I can live a life and I can be faithful and because he's faithful. You know, you just like, like you're talking through this, like <clears throat> you're going to have to follow me on this one. Okay. Because I think part of this is it's the focus and the mindset of walking daily in mm-hmm. every move and every decision, seeing everything that happens as God being with you alongside of you, you doing that with him in faith. But I feel like so many times we experience a world that puts us in a place to be in control. So let's start with minor daily decisions. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to eat for lunch? Mm-hmm. And here's the here's the instinct that normally goes with this. And I'll I'll this is where Matt's going to get Fruit Loop, and hopefully you'll, we'll we'll bring it back. So 
it's one of those things of like God wants to journey with you, and there's a lot of decisions you make every day that are you're not even checking in with God because it's like a basic instinct, human function. Right. You have to do this to survive, whatever. But I think about like that question because it's just such a simple question you get every day. What are you going to eat for breakfast? What are you going to eat for lunch? Um, and so how do you reframe, like you did with that, I love that what if, even if, mm-hmm. when you're thinking about the bad things mm-hmm. or the, the fear of the future mm-hmm. type deal. But like part of me goes, okay, so how do I retrain my brain to instead of going, what do I want for lunch? Yeah. To how can I live by faith? Mm-hmm. While I'm, while I'm eating lunch. Yeah. And so that takes me back to conference first in ministry. And a, and a guy's getting up there and he's talking about he ate lunch every day. So every Monday he went to this restaurant. Every Tuesday he went to this restaurant. He sat at the same table for the purpose of making that about him forming relationships with people. Yeah. Something as simple as lunch had a greater purpose to it. Right. And so part of me goes, and I'm not saying you do that for everything, but in some ways, yeah, I am. Like I'm saying, yeah. like, is there not a point where our brains need to be retrained to check in with God with the small things so that when we get to the big things, mm. they're even ifs and not what yeah. ifs? Yeah, absolutely. And I think even on the flip side of that, you know, my example was kind of choosing even if in the negative. I think we can choose even if even in the positive. So if I'm in a situation where I've got victory or I've won or I've accomplished or succeeded, even if I succeed, mm. I still need the Lord, right? I, it's not about... Oh, I'm strong enough. I'm good enough. I can do it apart from Him. So that even if language works in the in the negative, but it also works in the positive. But I, but 100, I think all of our moments that we get to live, they're not they're they're fleeting. Life is fleeting, but we can be intentional with everything, even even all the way down to how are we going to tackle lunch today? You yeah, know, so I, want, I want to put myself in a situation where I can be intentional. With so I mean, time. let's like let's super like like microscope this down to like one comprehensive thing and this played out a few different ways unless it's like process with it once again we we're not brilliant by any means whatsoever so you're, you're experiencing a lot right now of like this is what me and justin would whiteboard mm-hmm. if we're going to be teaching together on something mm-hmm. like because we're trying to figure it out so this is what you're getting but i think it's those if moments that start to paint in our minds and start to form a rep a a, a repetition in our minds of decision making of are we going to live our lives and specifically, we're talking about decision making because that's where, you know, your life shifts, moves, yeah. how it lives out. Are you going to live it by faith? Are you going to live it by your control? Yeah. By panic. Mm. By only the human element. And so, if you take those if moments, and turn them to faithful even if moments. Mm-hmm. So let's play this out in a couple of different ways. So, um, I do think there's one that everybody experiences, which is a big life change type deal is you go for a new job, you're deciding what school you're going to go to. Um, beyond your control, one of those things shift. Yeah. Um, and you're sitting there, and all of a sudden you're realizing life is changing around you. And a lot of times what we do is we go, well, if this happens, and if this happens, and if this happens. And like you said, we start making the panic plan, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Instead of going, we don't really know, mm-hmm. God knows. And so if it's even if this happens... We gotta start fleshing that. Well, and out. I think that's why we that's why we panic. It's because we try to we try to live in faith in the big moments that we know are completely out of our control. But I don't. Do we really try to live in faith in the moments that we feel like we can control? Which I think is your point. And and I think if I, if I'm honest, it's, Ouch, it's that hurt a lot. If 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 I'm looking at the course of my life, you know, unfortunately, 
I, I will pray and I will go, God, you know, I'm having faith. I'm having faith that you're going to change this, this big, huge thing in my life. But I've got every other smaller decision other than that, you know, and that's, and that's not, that's not how we are to live our lives. That's not true. I don't have control. I don't have the strength right. or the ability. Um, and I don't know that we can, you know, if we, if we aren't practiced and trusting and walking in faith in the little, I don't think we'll, we'll be practiced and, and well, do well in walking in faith. In See, the because, big. cause this is game changer. Cause I feel like, so let's throw in another kind of doctrinal debate conversation of what involvement directively is God going to give you in your life? Like in the small day-to-day decisions, mm-hmm. is he going to give you a direct answer on every single one of those versus today's Tuesday, eat at Subway. Yeah. Exactly. You know, that you type know, of, you know, drive this way to work. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. I think really what we're looking at when we're talking about God's involvement is he's going to be as involved. Let me, I'm going to say this loosely because this is relational Mm -hmm. and God wants that real relationship. He wants us to choose to follow him. Go back to tree in the garden conversation we had Mm -hmm. a few weeks ago. What we're looking at is in those moments, I don't think it's the question of God's going to show up in a burning bush and unavoidably tell us or direct us. Right. But I think it's our heart condition towards him. And that's the live by faith part, right? Mm-hmm. So it becomes this continuous conversation with God all day of you making sure your heart is focused on Him. And my experience with that is it's a game changer. Mm-hmm. Because when it becomes an even if and what could God do and how would God want me to act in this situation and my heart is focused on that, then it's not this... I'm, I'm going to lose verbiage here, but stay with me. It's not this over-spiritualized audible hearing complete direction mm-hmm. from God. Mm-hmm. It's literally a molding of who you are yeah. to the things of God. Yeah. Well, and and I and I'm going to jump in here and go because this will sw- switch gears a little bit, but it's also the the first part of this verse. Uh, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And I think that's the key to being able to live by faith and to switch the what ifs to even ifs and to understand that even everything down as to as simple as what we're going to eat for lunch, that can be impactful because it's no longer me who's doing the living. I've I've crucified my life. I've laid that down, and I'm choosing to let Christ live in me. And and that's a, that was another conviction point that I, you know, if if I take an inventory of my life day to day, I'm usually the one that's in control. I'm usually the one that's 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 kind of keeping things going in my own brain. So it, I was asking myself too. Do I live my life as if as if it's no longer me living it, but it's Christ in me and through me living it? And um, I ran across this. I don't know if you'd call it a poem or or what it would be, uh, but this guy had written this, and I won't read the whole thing. But I'm gonna read quite a bit of it. And this is this was pretty abrasive, but it it convicted me. Uh, it said, "I do not seek God. I seek control. I do not seek God. I tell God where to be. I do not seek God. I tell God where I will be." so God can meet me there. I do not seek God. I tell God who God can be. I do not seek God. I tell God who God can be for. I do not seek God. I tell God who I am and suggest that God get on board with the movement. And so hmm. which, of, which of those do I feel more as me? Is I do not seek God. I'm trying to have the control. Or it is no longer I who live, but Christ that lives in me. If I'm taking inventory of right. my life day to day, which of those camps do I fall in more? Yeah, because I think we're we're by nature we're very manipulative towards God to benefit ourselves. Yeah, and I I may be able to say I'm going to God, but am I going to God to convince Him of 
doing things my way? Or am right. I going to yep. God in a place of surrender to yep. go, hey, it's no longer me who's living here. It is you and me. I'm coming to you for the relationship, and I'm coming for you to lead me. And 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 this just occurred while you were while you were, you were saying that. And once again, you and me are ping ponging back and forth across the table here. But I think I think that's great. Like I think about this on the stressor anxiety aspect. Mm-hmm. Like you take the if and make it an even if. Mm-hmm. And so uncertainty of the world. So let's go with big wig out things for a minute. Uh, what if I made the wrong decision? Mm-hmm. That's an anxiety provoking statement, right? What if I don't live up? Mm-hmm. What if uh, plans don't go the way I, th- I need them to. Mm. Well, let's change one of those. Even if I made the wrong decision, yep. then what happens? Yep. And let's let's take the if I made the wrong decision, what if I made the wrong decision, to the even if I made the wrong decision. The what if I made the wrong decision creates a chaotic, panicked path of recovery. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I think it oftentimes leads to lies that we tell ourselves. Yep. I think that even if leaves the door open for truth. So even if I made the wrong decision, God is still good. You know, e- even if I made the wrong decision, God is with me. Mm-hmm. And see that 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 completely changes the narrative. And all of a sudden, that's where that living by faith, like we're getting to the real hard practice. Because I always hear those phrases, like I always see them, and being way deep in the Christian bubble, like it's really hard to tangibly, practically give a fresh. To where I kind of I kind of comprehend it in my yeah. current life and yeah. understanding, but that if or even if, yeah. like just that small change really changes things. Yeah, yeah, it, it takes it from something that looks cute on a shirt, right, to to something that's a practical. If you find yourself in the middle of a moment, you can go, "Am I asking myself what if?" I'm going to switch that to even if, and 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 I know firsthand for my wife and for myself in our relationship and in our own walks with the Lord, and even just in in life in general for us. That has been a game changer. When we when we experience things and we both start to panic and go, what if this happens or what if that? If we both look at each other and go, even if it it t- takes our traject our trajectory in our mind and puts it in a much healthier spot oh, where, where truth can grow. Well, the deal is, is it's, it's like it feels like this giant release. Yeah, absolutely. So, closing out, here's my encouragement to you. Here's our encouragement to you. Um, you obviously today have encountered, it has to be today, definitely this week, definitely in the last few weeks, this year, you've already encountered spiritually wrecking if statements, mm-hmm. realities, things that are happening, worries, concerns, the distractions, yep. the what ifs. Right now in your mind, identify the what ifs. Mm-hmm. Identify the ifs that are the stressors. Identify all those things. And I want you to change them to even ifs and mm-hmm. then finish the phrase. Mm-hmm. Even if, the, moving away from what if this, this, this happens, move it to even if, and then I want you to finish the phrase personally between you and God, what does that mean? Yep. Right? Awesome. You know, Justin, wonderful. I needed that today. I appreciate yeah. that. Uh, we thank you for listening. Once again, uh, we're just trying to give you something to help you focus on God. Thanks for journeying with us. If you got a comment, you can email matt at richfork.com or justin at richfork.com. We thank you for listening, and we will see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>